Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, and today I am joined again by Jordan Montgomery. Jordan is a motivational speaker here in Iowa, speaks all over the country, and I had him on last week to discuss his story. And man, we couldn't get through it all, and so we have him back on again today. Let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you listened to last week's episode, if you haven't, go back and listen to it on the podcast. Uh, if you if you got to listen to it, you heard Jordan's story. And I think um, it, it's it's something that I think so many people can relate to in, in, in so many ways. He's a guy who obviously was very real. He was very open about um, his life. He was very open to um, about the struggles he had. Um, when he fell, you know, he has basically built a career up and, and lost it all, and how he turned his life over to God, and, and through that, now he's he's openly speaking about faith uh, all around the country, while while talking to people about business and getting better and self help. Um, his his story is 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 obviously centered around and anchored in in his faith. And I've got a ton more questions for me that we weren't able to get to. And so I'm, I'm very gracious he's going to join me again today um, for uh, the second half, I suppose, uh, of my conversation with Jordan Montgomery. So stick around. We're going to have a short break, and we'll be right back. Support for programming provided by Trappist Caskets, a work of the monks of New Mallory Abbey in Piasta, Iowa. Embracing an honest approach to death can more readily affirm the real meaning of life. Trappist Caskets and urns are made in the prayerful environment of the monastery using Iowa-grown wood from the Abbey's sustainable forest. Each casket and urn is blessed by a monk. Quietly laboring with their hands for 175 years, the monks offer workmanship at the pinnacle of woodworkers' craft, available for immediate delivery or as a part of a pre-planning program. Learn more at trappistcaskets.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Dino Storage, 2725 2nd Avenue in Des Moines, offering monthly rentals, indoor climate-controlled storage, and package delivery to your unit. Learn more at dinostorage.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. My Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am joined again this week by Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery runs Montgomery Com- uh, Companies, uh, which is a highly regarded performance coach, and he's a speaker who whose clients include business executives, sales organizations, and entrepreneurs. I had him on last week, gave a lot of his story. Jordan, welcome back to the show. Hey, Joe, what a blessing to be with you, man. Loved the conversation last week and look forward to digging deeper with you today. Well, so I'll give everyone a snapshot of where we were last week and then kind of where we where we left off. Jordan, you uh, you, you started a, a sales career as a, as a young man, really took off, you know, flying high and you kind of had a, a, a breaking moment uh, where you actually lost your job. You were running so fast that you actually lost your job and kind of hit rock bottom, lost all your business interest and everything else. And, and from that, you, you put the pieces back together. You do uh, motivational speaking. You do uh, performance training, all these things today. And a big part of that was was your faith. And I mentioned last week how I actually got to 
my first experience with you was at my own company when you were speaking and you know, you're hitting a lot of the things, Jordan, that I, that speak to my heart when it comes to becoming a better person. We, and we didn't even talk, talk about these things last time. Um, but I want, we'll dive, we'll have time today to do that. Um, but then, you know, you, you kind of had the, the beginning part and there's this, there's this moment towards the end, maybe the last third of it where you got raw and you talked about your, your struggles and how you had to really turn to the Lord, um, to, to help you get out of that. And so, that's why I thought, man, there's there's so much more to unpack here, and I want to do that with you this episode. So if you missed the first episode, go back and listen to it. Uh, but Jordan, we kind of finished that last episode off talking about the importance of mentors. And, you know, I know in my – I had pitched you, you know, basically for me, if we have these guys in our head who we want to be like – and, again, none of them are perfect. I even made the, the reference like David Goggins where if – and I, the line I use about him is take 2% of what he says. Throw away a, a lot of it. Don't, don't idolize the person he is, but man, if you can, if you can idolize the way he uses, you know, tenacity, I think of Michael Jordan, if you can idolize his jump shot and the way he, his work ethic and this, that, and everything, those are the things to mimic the, you know, but there are lots of things not to mimic. Okay. So in my own life, yeah, and Jordan, you mentioned your own father and I would, I would, I would second that with my own father. You know, there are so many great attributes. I, I've been blessed and my listeners have heard uh, me talk about both of my grandfathers and my father's, my father and the, the, the various virtues that I see in each of them and that I try to emulate myself. Right. And I think, you know, Jordan, there's never going to be this perfect person. That's going to be the absolute, you know, outside of Jesus, right. Outside of Jesus as the perfect model. There's we're all humans. We're all flawed. But what I try to do in my own life is I have, you know, business mentors, people who I look to for what are they doing in business? What did I like for that specific thing? So I was blessed to have Steve Flood and Doug Reichart uh, here at Holmes Murphy as two of my mentors. And so I, I can look to guys like that um, in the faith. There are, you know, friends of mine, there are priests of mine that I, that I look to to say, how can I grow my faith? What are they doing in, in the Catholic church, Jordan, we're blessed to have the saints. And so we, you know, there's all these, these saints that I look to for, for how are they growing in virtue? What do they do? But I think, you know, the important thing for all of us is to say, who are these people in my life? How do I want to get better? And who are the people that do those things that I want to do and who does it well? And then, and then forming our lives around that and trying to, to shape ourselves around that. So I'll turn it over. Anything to add to that, Jordan? No, I, you know, I would just say that that whole model of, you know, Paul, Barnabas and Timothy, you know, just making sure that you've got some, some men pouring into you, um, but also some guys that you're running with. And then I think the the role that we oftentimes forget about is, is pouring into somebody else, you know, like who can you put your arm around and encourage or help? Who could you open the Bible with? Um, I'll share just a a quick story on this. I, I'm meeting with an elder at our church and we were kind of forming a relationship. And I said, you know, I'm just so thankful uh, that you stepped into my life and you're willing to meet with me because I've been praying about really growing in my faith relationally, you know, getting around some guys who are going to help me grow in my faith and encourage me that way. And, he says, hey, that's awesome that you've been praying about some wise men that would step into your life and help you grow. But just curious, um, who are you Who are you pouring into? And it stopped me like dead in my tracks. And his point was, if you really want to grow in your faith, um, go, go help someone. Go serve. Go crack open the Bible with, you know, maybe a college student or somebody younger than you that, that maybe needs to, to have um, – a mentor in that space. And so, uh, you know, you don't have to be qualified. You don't have to know the scripture inside and out. You just have to have, have to have a heart to care. And, um, you know, I think the best way to learn is, is to teach and a mentor. And so not only do you do something good for somebody else, but I think it really calls you upward 
spiritually. And um, just wanted to add that, you know, in, in this conversation about mentoring. No, I, I think it's great. And I think, you know, I've had, I've had episodes on, on mentoring specifically and I, all of us, you can't give what you don't have, but it's, it's imperative of us, no matter where we're at to say, Hey, there's, there's people who, who could use our help. Right. And so, um, you know, I, I, I talk about Jordan Peterson a lot about, you know, getting your room cleaned up. Actually, I did an entire episode with my brother on, on this. And I think each of us needs to have our eyes open to what those things are. So Jordan, in your own, uh, you during your talk, you know, of all the things I wrote down, you hit on one of them last time, which is this impactful versus impressive. I love, I, I love what you, you talk about with that. Um, but you also have these seven great questions. And so I thought, man, I got to hit you with these seven great questions. I, maybe not all of them, but I do want to hit on a few of them. One of them, by the way, is the, is the question that I ask invariably to people all the time, which is about books, about what are you reading? What have you read? Um, but I want to start with your first one. Uh, these are straight out of your mouth. What is the greatest lesson you've ever learned? Greatest lesson I've ever learned is that um, people would rather follow a leader who's real than one who's right. Um, if you're going to lead people, you have to have a heart to care and they got to know that you're real. And I don't care if that's leading your children, you know, leading in the home, leading in the community, leading at work. I just think authenticity, vulnerability, humility is so critically important in our relationships um, and growing meaningful relationships and in inspiring, motivating, moving, helping, serving. Um, I think, I think keeping it real is, is everything. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. You know, it's interesting. You talk about, obviously you're talking about leadership a lot here and humility and empathy in leadership is, is so important. And I, I talk about those two mentors I mentioned earlier, Steve Flood, Doug Reichart. Doug was the CEO at home, chairman of C, uh, at Holmes Murphy. And, and Steve was my, my boss, ran our division. Both of those guys would routinely cry during presentations, right? And Steve is just like, he's a grizzly bear, but he has this really big soft heart. And I, I say, you know, when he would give a promotion to somebody, he would, he would oftentimes, if he was doing it in front of people, start, choking up and crying. He's like, why did he do that? Because well, he cared, right? I remember Doug Reichart mm. gave a talk uh, at Holmes Murphy about how he never wanted to lose another uh, employee into, to a heart attack or stroke. And he was choking up about how much he cared for these people. I'm like, man, that's it, right? That's leadership. Leadership is wow. is the guy who's who cares so much about their employees that they're going to get up and, and cry in front of other people. I, I love that. And I think you're, you're right on. So um, question number two. What are you learning right now? I think what I'm learning right now is that um, leading in the home is is most important. You know, uh, my role, my you know, my my responsibility to lead my children is a different type of responsibility. Um, in this sense, it's it's the only leadership job that I will ever have that that nobody will replace me in. You know, somebody else will run this company one day. Somebody else is going to be the coach. Somebody else is going to lead the community. I'm going to get replaced in every other area of my leadership. But um, but I get to be dad and I, and I get to be a husband. And um, those are really, really unique roles uh, in a sense that you don't get replaced. Um, and, unless you do something, you know, silly or you step out of line or, or, you, or you have some sort of moral failure, then I, yeah. I suppose you can get replaced. But, you know, so I'm just I think just learning that, man, these are precious years. We have four young kids. 
ages 11, nine, three, and a newborn. And my time with those kids is just uh, so precious. It's important. And I don't always get it right. There's a lot of times where I'm distracted or I fail. Uh, but I just think God's teaching me a lot right now about what it looks like to lead well inside the walls of my home. You know, it's interesting. I'll, I'll second that, you know, I'm, I got my sixth oldest is 10. So we're, you know, we got a lot of action going, a lot of action going on at the house. And, but with the 10 year old specifically, you know, we have uh, in one of the small groups I'm involved with, there are a couple of our our friends who are sending off their their oldest kids to college recently. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking my 10 year old's over halfway gone, Jordan, right? It's like halfway of my, my impact in their life is already, is already done. um, As far as my having them day to day at my house, I think you know that's that was kind of a, a, a an eye opening thing for me to realize. Okay, you got to be super intentional with each of these kids, and obviously, the more kids you have, the more intentionality you need to have. Um, but especially, you know, that oldest one. I'm like, as a father, you know, there's only so many hours I get with these kids where I have the ability for the rest of right. my life to input, impact them. And, I, and it's hit me. It's hit, I, what am I learning right now? I'd say that's that's up there for me, brother. Yeah, just just. Uh... Just an important reminder, you know, that time moves so fast. And, mm-hmm. and uh, this is one of the it's one of the 18 years we get with a child that lives inside our, our home, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you've kind of answered number three. I'll let you, if you'd like to add on to it. Says number, the question you asked, number three, is how has failure shaped your life? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously 27, man, just uh, such, a, such a fall from grace. God taught me so much. Um, but certainly not the only time that I, that I failed. Um, you know, I, I'll say it this way, cause we, you know, we coach leaders around this idea of failure and we have this little mantra that we love. It's fail fast, fail often and fail well. So, you know, John Maxwell, one of my mentors and, and a friend, he, he says it this way. He says, you know, people say adversity builds character. And I think that's an incomplete sentence. Um, adversity builds character if we allow it to. Yeah. So it's still a choice to move forward, to fail well, to ask yourself the question, what did I learn? What's God trying to teach me? How can I get better? How can I grow? Um, It's a choice to fail fast. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and try things um, knowing that if I fail, like I'll, I'll figure out, Hey, that doesn't work. And and I got to do it differently or I got to get on with what does. And then just realizing that failure is part of, the process and in, in growing, you know, so I, I want to fail often. So I think it's played a role in my life in a really significant way, like through some sort of catastrophic moments, but I think it also plays a role in my everyday life uh, just to, in terms of what God's teaching me and how I'm growing. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And it's obviously I'm, I'm a pretty big optimist. And so, you know, every, uh, every failure is an opportunity to, to learn if you take it right. It, but you've got to take it and <laughs> instead of wallowing in the failure, uh, seeing the, and I tell the young salespeople in our organization all the time, you know, the fail faster, succeed sooner. The more you punch in the face at this age and the more you learn again, not just get punched in the face for, for getting punched in the face sake, but for the learning experience comes with it, uh, the, the better it'll be. Okay. Yeah, number well five, said. number five, what have you read that I should read? And I will open this up that you have more than one. You can go as deep as you want on this one, Jordan. <laughs> well, um, I have a lot of authors who are friends. So uh, I end up reading their books just because uh, I love them, care for them. And, you know, we obviously want to help them uh, get their work out into the world. Um, but one, one who's not a friend, I, I don't know Adam Grant. He wrote this book called Think Again, which is this incredible book on, self-awareness, situational awareness, the 
The subtitle of the book is The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know. And so if you want to grow in your awareness, understanding, um, that'd be a just an awesome book to read. I think for any leader, any human, really dynamic read would be the book Think Again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know by Adam Grant. Um, one of my favorite all-time books is John Gordon's Energy Bus. John's a, a dear friend. I think that's a... a you know him. Wow. So I, I was given that book and I think I was sick, but the next day I read the entire book in one sitting and loved it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely great, loved man. it. He's awesome. I, I, do, I, think, I think about that one with some frequency. Uh, and I, I, Jordan, I think you're... That's not, I'm not surprised that you, that book is on your list because of what you talk about when it comes to energy, again, just the impactful versus impressive, those types of things that that book encapsulates a lot of that. It does, man. And it's just, you know, our posture, our attitude, our energy is everything, whether you are talking about in the context of work or family or community. So yeah, um, yeah energy bus is a, is a great one. And then John Maxwell's got a new book out. Uh, John's the best. He's been a, a friend and mentor to me. And that book would be uh, the self-aware leader. Um, I think it's one of John's best books. He's written a lot of them. Um, and another, another book that I love, it's kind of underrated. Not a lot of people, you know, when people talk about John Maxwell's books, they don't always refer to this one, but there's a book called how successful people think. Um, and, and I love that book as well. And part of what I love about, uh, John Maxwell and John Gordon specifically is everything they do has um, has faith in it. You know, like they're both people of faith. And so if you read those books and you're a person of faith, you're not just going to get good nuggets and inspiration and wisdom, but you're, you're going to get some biblical truth that backs the principles that they uh, speak about and talk about. You know, it's funny, you're Stephen Covey, uh, Patrick Lencioni, all the Maxwell, these guys are all devout Christians, right? It's, it's just kind of funny. It's coincidental maybe that all of these guys who are helping everyone get their lives in order just happen to be led by the Lord. Just a, just a, a yeah, observation, yeah. Jordan, just an observation. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, number six, what have you done that I should do? All right. Here's a, here's an idea that I'll, I'll just kind of throw out. Maybe, and maybe you've done this, Joe says good chance you've done this. Um, I'm, I'm, we're just suggesting this to every leader. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's like a lot of things in life that are worth it. Um, they're not fun. You know, I don't know why God designed it that way, but like eating right is not fun. Working out really hard. Isn't always fun. Growing a business isn't always fun. I mean, so this is not fun, but I think this will help you relationally, personally, professionally, Joe, you maybe done this at some point. Most leaders have it. Um, or if they did it, it's been a long time ago. One of the most valuable things that we do in our organization is, um, a 360 feedback analysis. So we get anonymous feedback um, from people who know us. And um, I would tell you it's like my least favorite thing to do. And it is also the most helpful thing that I do. Um, and the, the value of anonymous feedback is you get the truth. You know, like if nine out of 10 people say, hey, Jordan, this is, a, this is an area of opportunity for you, or this is a blind spot. This is, here's an area where you need to grow. It probably means that that's an area where you need to grow. So um, that's just one thing. If, if you're asking, hey, what have I done that other people should do that I think is universally helpful, whether you're a young person or you're a veteran leader or, you know, regardless of what industry you work in, regardless of, um, you know, if you, you're, you don't even have to be a personal development junkie. I just think if you want to live a better 
life with uh, better relationships and have a greater sense of awareness for how you operate, uh, it would be a great exercise. So I have not done that. And you're right. I'm scared to death to think about doing it, but I probably should do it, Jordan. I appreciate that. Um, so guys, the, qu- the questions I'm asking them are out, out of these things called, he called the seven great questions. The other two that I'm going to leave out just because they don't seem super uh, important to this conversation right now is who do you know that I should know? And then what can I do for you? So I, I do want to turn it to one other kind of last thought, Jordan, is you know, you're going out, you're talking to all sorts of people. Um, but just in general, you know, think of a guy today listening to this conversation we're having and he wants to get better. And I mean that in, in the most blanket term possible. He wants to get better at anything, uh, whether it's his marriage, whether it's his job, whether whatever the thing is. You know, what advice do you have for guys? Maybe you, you can get specific if you'd like on where you where you see guys struggling or where you see people asking you. We have two minutes left. I'm just kind of curious on and what your advice is for people who want to get better. Well, this is a just a really old school answer, but I think it's tried and true. I think it's always been true. I think it will always be true. Um, you want to get better personally, professionally, relationally, spiritually. Um, spend time with Jesus. You know, that's it. Um, op- open your Bible. Have an active prayer life. Sit with God. Talk to him. Um, invite him into your daily life. Stay connected to the vine. Um, every every good thing comes from above. And um, I think when we're living that way, and, and I'm I'm not always perfect, just to be clear, there's a lot of days where I don't check in like I'd like to or didn't dig into the word like I'd like to or wasn't active in my prayer life like I'd like to be. Um, but man, on the days where that happens, it, it's a different day. And um, I would I would simply say spending time with Jesus. Uh, making him a regular part of, of your life in every area of your life and inviting him in to do what he does best um, has, is, is transformative. And uh, I know that's old school. I know that's not new, but um, man, if, if, if I had to answer that question, what's one thing we could do to get better? It's uh, spend time, spend time with Jesus. Yeah, that's a great answer. Uh, I'll allow that, Jordan. I'll allow that as an answer. It's a great. Thanks, one. man. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a true. It's a, just the realest answer that I could give. It is. It is. It's absolutely true. I think you actually made a little, a little side comment there about every day you do it, you know, like it's better, right? So if you start your day in prayer and you're praying throughout the day and you end your day in prayer, like you just know it's a better day. It always is. So, yep. hey, Jordan, real quick, how can our listeners uh, follow you? Yeah, we're pretty active on social media. So um, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're, um, I'm Jordan M Montgomery. So middle initials M is in Michael. So Jordan M Montgomery on Instagram and, uh, probably where we're most active, uh, website is montgomerycompanies.com. And we've got a full scale coaching and consulting business. So we'd love to also just be helpful, Joe. Somebody's listening. They're like, Hey, I want to throw a question to Jordan and his team, or maybe there's something you want to share, like reach out, send us a message, love to connect, love to be helpful, love to serve. And uh, man, I'm just thrilled that we got to share this conversation, Joe. Thank you so much for taking the time and having me on. Last question. Best Jordan, Montgomery, Michael, Peterson, or Montel? <laughs> well, hey, back to what you were sharing earlier. I think it, I think it depends on you know, in what area of that's life. That's a good point. You know, uh, but you listed, you listed a lot of good Jordans. I've never had that question. There's an MJ picture that sits on my desk that I'm looking at right now. That's and, good. you know, so let's go, let's go MJ. Uh, MJ sounds good. All right, brother. I appreciate these two episodes, man. Take care. Appreciate you, Joe. Be well. We'll head to a, a short break. And we'll be right back.
You're invited to experience a deeper sense of God's healing love at the Freedom in Christ Conference, April 15th in West Des Moines. Dr. Matthew Brunninger from Franciscan University of Steubenville will examine the nature and cause of wounds and outline a process for identifying and removing barriers to God's healing grace. The event is free and lunch will be provided. That's the Freedom in Christ Conference, Saturday, April 15th at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines, starting with Mass at 7.15 a.m. Register now at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the St. Thomas More Center in Panora, Iowa, home of Catholic Youth Camp, where life-changing peace meets transforming joy. By uniting our Catholic faith and fun, CYC serves youth and young adults as they become joy-filled missionary disciples of Christ. Campers experience laughter, new friends, and writing new stories as they are immersed in the beauty of the Catholic faith and live the adventure of His call. Registration for summer camps is now open. For more information, visit stmcenter.com. My help comes you. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. My thanks again to Jordan Montgomery for joining me for these past two episodes. Seven great questions. I mean, he had on a lot of things there, um, and the, he gave those to us as a you know as a way to go deeper with people he, he, the context he used you know instead of talking to people about the weather or or something that's trivial or trite you want to get deeper with people and i thought the the questions he asked they gave us to ask were really pertinent and i think everyone has these you know and it's unique to each individual person you know whether it's the lessons you learned or what are you learning now or books you know what failure shaped your life what books are you reading what books have you read what books do you think i could learn from all these types of questions they everyone's going to have different answers and you're going to learn more about them and possibly, uh, obviously, then in the future, learn more about yourself um, through through asking these questions and listening to the answers. Uh, and I think that other thing he talked about uh, over the course of these two episodes was that impactful versus impressive. And that, that hit me. You know, we are we are called to be impactful to those around us. That, that's way more important than especially as leaders is trying to be an impressive leader. Um, if you're trying to be impactful, that means you're actually caring about the person you're you're. You care about them so much that you're going to make an impact in their life, and you're going to do what you can uh, to help them to get better. So he had a lot of good things to say. Follow his work. Uh, again, I think as an Iowan, it's great to see other Iowans that are doing awesome things like this. So thank you for joining me today on Man Up and Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. 